You're listening to Marriage Takeover with Eric and Tamika Thompson, helping to enrich your marriage.
that is is truly led by God because the one thing is that if we don't do the homework, then how can we really um, grow in our marriages and be able to be connected in unison, you know? <laughs> Bishop is on the line. Oh, Lord, let me straighten up. So... <laughs> But, Reverend um, Gwen on the line. Thanks so much for joining uh, us. Reverend Gwen. Enjoyed your broadcast this past Wednesday. Too. Yes, girl. Woo. <laughs> Jesus. But um, what was I saying? Yes. So it's very important that we do the homework. It's not honestly. We would like to hear from you when you um do that. Do us a favor. Go to the group. Um, what's it called? Marriage Takeover. So if you go to marriage www.marriagetakeover.com It'll lead you directly to the Facebook page for you to join in there. And just make sure that you're joining into the group. We're going to start doing some yeah. things within that Marriage Takeover group community. And we want to make sure nobody's left out. Right. So I want you to be like, I did not know y'all was doing that. Then I'm going to say, well, why did you why did you join the group? Because, you know, with the homework, like for one thing with the homework, man, it just it just shows that, okay, it's like this is what you're, what you're, you're putting it into practice. Because it's one thing we can just sit here and talk all day, but how do you really know that the word of God that we're using is true until you actually apply it yourself? So please apply it. You know, just go ahead and don't just make it a one-time thing. Do it consistently, not just the one time. Because I'm still trying to um, feel these words when we be driving. So what happened right that really got on my nerves? Let me just tell you, and I'm going to just jump into it. So we drove to Kentucky, right? We drove to Kentucky with my, uh, to see my son's game. Coming back, we drove through the mountains. I mean, we hit this one mountain. It's called Sand, Sand Something Mountain. Elevation, 22,750, no, 23 feet. It was a lot. So the decline on that mode was straight down. My, listen, and uh-uh, I don't play, and it was at night. So I'm taking my time. You smelling my brakes and all that coming down. Why you got to be slowing down? Why you <laughs> Like, I wasn't asking if you were slowing down. What were you doing? I was asking why you were going. Wait a second. No, I, first I asked why was the truck making the noise? Because, you know, when you're going down that high and, you know, the angle is like, and it's waking me out of my sleep. I'm like, what is going on? Why are you going so slow? And what is that noise? She's that ready, was my first concern. She was ready to punch me like slim. Like, what you, what you doing? <laughs> I'm what? knocked out. Y'all ever been in that sleep when y'all traveling? And you're knocked, I mean, good sleep. And then all of a sudden something happened and you wake up like, what? What happened? Like you're bracing for life. It was one of those situations. So I was like, what is going on? <laughs> she thought we had fell off the cliff. I don't know what happened, but I was like, this is crazy. So let's let's just say, uh, that was one of those moments where my words was not inspiring, okay? <laughs> but and but anywho, I'm just saying. So that was that's why I said we got to get we have to get to that point. I'm saying we're all a human, you know what I'm saying? But it's like we want to be, we want to better ourselves, you know? So and that's a, and that's the one main thing, um, you know, with the homework. So please, man, do do the homework. I appreciate all y'all laughing though. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. Um was a Lord help me. Um, did we have prayer? So, we did. Uh, <laughs> so that's all. So that was so that was the thing. So now we're gonna get, we're gonna pick up where we left off at. But just a quick recap. You want to recap when we do it? Go ahead. Okay. So, um, so quick recap. What we um talked about last month was the role of a, of the husband, and one of the roles of the husband is is to be that is to be the leader. And you see, this is what we want to add right right now. Is to be a leader, and so one of the things was, what is a leader? A person who leads, a person who directs, a military force or unit, a person who has commanding authority or influence. See, I'm trying to tell you, that's that's that right there was awesome, man. You gotta check out last month's video if you want to hear that breakdown on that one. And so in that, and what for as for as recap, excuse me, if I'm losing my word. But um, to recap, what's that? Nothing. Go ahead. Okay. But to recap, I looked at what um, what makes a leader. What characteristics makes a leader? 
And one was having faith in what you do. Make um and make the hard choice. Stay positive even if even in the worst situations. Embrace failures and manage setbacks. Uh, articulate a clear vision. Listen. No, <laughs> I think that listen piece. You know, doing our driving situation. <laughs> what happened? It wasn't happening. No, I was not the best leader listening on that one. He said, "Why don't you just go back and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Delegate, inspire. Remember the homework. Inspire. Um, take responsibility and never blame others. Uh, make decisions based off the lessons learned. Lead by example and commit, and be committed to do your best. And so, where we was coming from, we was coming out of Genesis, the second chapter, verse uh, starting at the fifteenth verse. It said, "And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden." Of Eden and uh, for him to dress it and keep it. So we're in the second chapter, verses 15 through 17. But then also, we are getting ready to jump right back into it because I want to say what we left off at. Because one, I'm going to tell you this, because we was asked a question. Wifey asked a question. She said, What do you say or do if your husband pretty much don't know how to be a leader? And so that's that one hard thing. But then at the same time, um, cause I was saying that if he didn't know that being, being a leader is in our DNA. And so we, you know, so we, we talked about that on for that on for how can our wife adjust to her until to building that husband. Do you, you remember anything on that one? Um, so basically how we could adjust making sure that as they are getting into those positions and meeting and as God is linking them up, because what happens is oftentimes when men don't have the security, when they don't have, when they aren't fully sure and aware of who they are, sometimes when they go out to try to get that or they link up with the right mentors, sometimes the wives can diminish that when they come home. And so one of the things that I mentioned last month was when they get that, making sure that we're fostering that, making sure that we're building them up because they may not have all the answers. We're all still trying to learn this thing and figure this thing out. So don't beat them down. Don't um, belittle them when they are trying to work things out. So as they're going and getting that that right guidance, just making sure that we're building that up and that we're fostering that so that it can be, a, we're building instead of tearing down. Right. And then also keep in mind, keep in mind, ladies, that you're also second in command. And the reason why I say that, the reason why I say second in command, because you are the real that was pulled out of man and created woman. Okay. So that makes you second in command. So, I'm just right. saying, because the thing is, don't get me wrong, I love, because um, David said this in Psalms, I got, I think it's Psalms, I proverb, where it says that iron sharp is iron. And so that's one thing that I do, one thing that I love about that, about that verse is that he never states what iron is going to shock you. He just said iron. And so, and that's why when you have an awesome, when you have an awesome wife, to me, I look at them rough times being that iron sharpening. You understand what I'm saying? So I said, okay, God, I see you trying to grind me a little bit. If you don't mind, I'm going to grind right, <laughs> right back. But it wasn't coming from that space. It was coming from a space where, for example, you don't have that backbone. You don't know how to lead. You don't know how right. to Right. That's what that move. is. Right. So it wasn't necessarily that you were in that position and we were just coming against that and we don't understand that we're second in command. So what do you do when you are married and the spouse does not know how to lead? Right, 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 right. And so, and we kind of, we went on that one. So you got to check, you got to go look at it next month so that you can catch up. Hey, hey Overseer Johnson is on here. Thank you so very much, sir, for tuning in. Bless you. Uh -huh. And do enjoy ministries, hallelujah. So, but let's get into this because where we're gonna we're gonna pick off off it was where Adam is where Adam was in the garden with Eve, and we're just talking about leading because where we left off at when that question was asked was that what happened was God gave the instruction to Adam, and this is me. This is just how I thought about this one. God didn't say, "Hey, Adam, do not eat." From the tree of good and evil. 
I don't believe that's what he did. I believe that when he spoke it, they was having a conversation. You even come say with me? They was having a conversation, and God was saying, hey, don't eat from that tree or that tree. Why not? Huh? I'm sorry. Serious face. Everybody want to be serious. You want to hear this. So, but, and so when, what was I saying? The conversation, you lost me. Okay, because there was a reason to why God did not want them to eat of the tree. Because one, if he would have ate of the tree, then they would know good and evil. Because at this time, they didn't know what evil was. All they knew was just everything God supplied. God took care of it. We're going to keep this thing together. That's what he knew. That's all he knew. And then, so that he, and so this is the, that was the instruction that he gave. I need my, I need my Bible because the Lord just sent me to a whole nother verse. And so, when, I can Okay. Uh, so when you, so when, when you begin, so husband, when you lay down, when you lay down that instruction that God has already set for the house, you have to make sure one, because one, one of the one of the characteristics of a good leader is one that he can articulate his division clearly. So when you speak what God has already said to the house, you want to make sure that that thing covers everything. Why do you why do you say that? Because look at after Adam told Eve. What um about not to eat of the tree? Look at the conversation that she had with the serpent. Let's go to Genesis. Genesis. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> Let's go to um <laughs> give me a second. 17. 17. Genesis 2, same chapter, verse uh, 17. It says, But the tree of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Mm -hmm. And the Lord God said, it, oh, Right, 17. Now go to chapter 3. Go to chapter 3, verse 1. And then now, check this out. It says, Now... Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, hear what it says real quick. It says, and now, now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. See, oftentimes when, when, when God, I'm even thinking about this, when God has given you a word, there is something that's subtle that try to come in to snag the word that he has given you. And so oftentimes we have to be careful. I got so many cords down here, I can't move my feet. So we have to we have to be careful. And that's why the Bible tells us to watch and what? Pray. Hallelujah. So therefore we have to be careful what comes in, especially around our time when we receive a word. Have you ever noticed that's that when God has given you a word, you begin to face turmoil because now enemy is trying to rip that word from you so that it so that it don't take root. Because once that thing take root, watch out now. I'm trying to tell you. You got something to add? No, no, no. You good. Okay. And so and, and he said unto the woman, Yay, has God said you should not eat of every tree of the garden? Look at this. He said, this is how, this is how so it is. I'm going to make you feel real comfortable. Then I'm going to hit you with some mind twisters. Check it. And he says, but the, but the fruit, but the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it. Least you die. Verse 4. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. Come on here. What was it? I'm just 
you know, he's trying to turn this thing, but she made it very plain on what was already given to her by Adam from God. Remember, we already talked about the order of God. So we now, she's going back and forth with this serpent off the word that was already given to her. And we're just talking about leaders because understand, when we talk about husbands being leaders, women, I keep saying women, wives, wives, you still have the same, you still have the same thing. You know, far as, I know far as in my house, if God give my wife a word and that thing hit me here, woo, Jesus, woo, how do you take it? Is it now that she's leading? That does not change your role. Now you got to lead by example because now the word has just been given to you. So it doesn't now, you have to walk it out because once you begin to walk out the word, guess what? Everything in the house will begin to fall in line. Right. You got anything to add? You so quiet and so pretty. No, I'm good. Thank you, baby. Hmm. I'm good. That's good stuff. Homework continuation. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, um, where am I at? Four is where you stop. Okay, five. For God do, God do know that... In the day ye eat thereof, your eyes shall be open. Ye shall be as gods, little g, knowing good and evil. Now, see, this is see, this is the thing right here. God did not want us to know. He didn't want us to be like God. Why? He created us to praise Him, right? Am I right about it? Send me a note if you don't think so. So, <laughs> uh, so, excuse me. So when 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 you Excuse me. So when God has given you a word, you got to just continue to stand strong on what has given, what he has given. If, if you're dealing with something, um, wives, husband, doesn't matter. If you're dealing with something in your marriage, if you're dealing with something in your marriage, you have to stand strong on what God has already said about you and your marriage. If he said that no man shall, none shall, shall separate, then guess what? That's what it is. You have to believe. I know it might look rocky or shaky right now, but that's what it is. Husband, you got to begin to take that lead because what happens is God will God will begin to move because, hold on, let me back this up real quick. I'm getting excited, so I got to slow it down real quick. So what will happen is because the enemy already know the purpose of marriage. The purpose, this is just, okay, what was just revealed to me, okay? So, the purpose, I know a lot of y'all might be deep, so I'm just saying. But the purpose of marriage is to ignite unity. Oneness. Being on one mind, being on one accord. Because, man, I'm trying to tell you, there are, man, there are so many couples that can lose, that can move mountains. If, there can, if they can stay on the same page. So when you get, when you start getting all these attacks, don't get me wrong, because understand, our trials come to make us stronger. Right. So if we don't want to get stronger, right, that's, I take that back, let me hold it, let me back this up real quick. That's why a lot of people want to throw in the towel because they don't want to take the time to get stronger. It's hard work. In the gym. It's hard work if you're trying to lose weight. It's hard work if you're trying to get out of debt. It's hard work. Hey, it's anything, really. <laughs> yeah. Think about I mean, if you want to get a promotion, it's hard work to make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to do to get to that next level in your career. If you want to, you know, make sure that your marriage is on the right end path. It's hard work. Like everything that you do in life that's gonna reap a benefit or a reward, it's all gonna cost you something. Right. It's gonna oh my god. Mm. That's gonna cost you something. <laughs> it's gonna cost you something. Oh, so think about that and then think about when we talk about marriage, when you said, you know, for, for the marriage, let's make sure it's a marriage. Oh. Let's make sure that it's ordained of God and that we didn't just come together because of flesh and now you have a mess. That you're now begging and pleading with God to bless because you want to try to make this thing work. Can it work? Absolutely. Make sure that it's in his will. Right. But make sure that when you're coming together and you're saying your vows and your commitment, that's, I think, 
why the divorce rate is as high as it is is because we're coming together because ooh he look good ooh she look good coming in love ooh this ooh that and then once you get to the nitty gritty of what's gonna make the marriage work and what's going to have you to have that endurance and that long suffering you don't have what it takes because you came in there selfish oh Being yeah selfish is not going to be able to help build up a marriage or to even help a marriage work yeah somebody's gotta die flesh, Somebody, the, somebody. somebody's flesh has gotta die it's got you got you got you to gotta give something it's it's got to happen Ooh, yeah you, you yeah become tech. i got one guess i bet y'all thought we were say sanctified feel with the holy ghost when we got married huh <laughs> we was we was we wasn't in love. We was in lust. Right. Hallelujah. All the way. All the way. Did, come on. Do y'all see what I lay next to? What? Watch out, now. Let me stop. <laughs> Let me stop. So, Don't even think about it. Don't even worry about so it. So understanding that, and then being able to shift that, and then being able to grow together, to come together on that one accord. What does that mean, Tamika? What do you mean that if we came together because we both thought each other were fine, and we thought that this was what marriage was supposed to be, because we were looking at an example that wasn't of God, but it was the only example we had? What do we do now? Yes. What do we do what now? What do we do now? So now you come together and you figure out, okay, well, what was the purpose and what was the intent? Mm. Is this a God thing? We need to make sure that we have a relationship and that we're mending and growing in our own relationship with God. Right. And then can we come together to be able to make this thing? You know, Satan hates, the enemy hates marriage mm -hmm. because it's bringing us together on one accord, because it's bringing us together in unity. So if we are doing it on the right path, and he's gonna like think about that. If he hates it, if somebody hates something that you do, you're gonna do every little thing to nitpick and to do whatever is necessary to try to make you give up on whatever it is you're giving up on. So he's designed by his nature because he hates it so much to make everything to send you every attack, to send every everything that can be possible your way. He's designed to make sure that. He Guess what, man? It's coming your way. Guess what, ladies? It's coming your way right. because the enemy doesn't want your marriage to succeed. Right. So think about that. Right. Think about what that looks like. So <laughs> think about what that looks like. I just had a thought about a friend of mine, but I'm not going to do it because <laughs> I think they're listening. They might be listening, but we're going to leave that alone. But think Hallelujah. about it. You, you have your idea of what your man should be looking like, Ooh. what he should act like, how he should dress, how he should look, how he should smell, what he should do. And if that doesn't line up to what it is you're looking at, then guess what? The enemy comes in and he brings you exactly what that desire is. Oh, now what are you gonna do with man, it? Man, not what you're gonna do. Mm. Mm. So that wasn't talking about the roles. I'm sorry, I went he, a little off, off he, the path. But. He, he'll bring you what you're looking for, but is it the heart that you're looking for? Or is it just the outer appearance? I'm just saying. I know what I'm looking for. Make sure you put in the heart too. Right, <laughs> but right, check right. this out for what she has for what she has said that. Uh, Proverbs 18, 20, 21 and 22. It says, death and, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Then whoso findeth a wife, findeth a good thing, and obtains favor from the Lord. See, a lot of y'all think what that is saying right there is that, Oh, if I find me a woman, we get married. I, I got favor right there. No, hear me. He says, he who, whoso finds a wife, meaning what? The wife is already set when you find her. Why? Because he's wrapped up, tied up in Jesus. Woo! Boy, I feel like running right now. So I'm going to tell you right now, when I found her, she wasn't a wife. Why? Because we was not wrapped up, tied up in Jesus. <laughs> Understand? Favor did not come, and I thank God for taking me back, favor did not come until we both got wrapped up, tied up in Jesus. Why? Because in me leading by example, I took everything in prayer. And I said, God, check this out. I said, God, you gave me this. That's what Adam said. <laughs> You gave me this. And I said, God, I need you to turn it around. And because I found, and because I obtained favor from the Lord, guess what? He turned it around. Even when I didn't have a job, even though she failed the test very miserably on that first time. On that first time, 
But guess what, though? God turned it around. Why? Because we was wrapped up tight in Jesus. There is no marriage without Christ. Right. We're going to slide on. We're going to slide on. I wanted to hit something, too. um, Spiritual parents were uh, recently in town, and absolutely, our dad, he mentioned something about the altar. Oh! And he mentioned how, basically, the wives are the altar. So, no matter the condition of the altar, no matter the condition of how we might come to the table, how we might think that we are broken, how we are insecure, how we are... We might fuss or we might bicker on that road trip going through the mountains because I don't understand. <laughs> I was about to throw the altar window on that one. So no matter the condition of the altar, your position, ah, men, does not change. No, it doesn't. So you have to offer your worship and your sacrifice for the altar, at the altar, for the altar, regardless yes. of the condition of the woman. Come on now. Mm, I'm sorry. I was waiting to hear some more of that. So, oh uh, uh, man, that's man. When you begin to recognize, well, why would you say that? Because you gotta understand that who you are and how on the spiritual level, being the prophet, the priest, and the king of your home. Understand, you being a priest, you got an altar to prepare. To prepare. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, we're gonna slide back over here because I just felt the Lord just say, "Okay, we can get back on track now." Praise back the Lord. On track, yeah. So that was for somebody. Ah, right, if it was for you, just wave your hand. Just wave it. I know we can't see it. <laughs> it's okay. But and so now check this out. Let's go back to the serpent. Let's go back to the serpent. Uh, dealing with the uh, dealing with Eve. And so now he gave Eve the fruit and says basically what God told you. He lied, John. He's just trying to keep something from you. But my thing is, you got to stand on what, what was already given and said to you. You understand what I'm saying? Because what purpose do we as a husband have to put you in a trap? There's no purpose. Because <laughs> Continue crazy. Thank you for waving, though. Thank you for waving. <laughs> but, um, but when you, what purpose do we have to put you in a trap. What purpose does it serve? It doesn't serve anything. Why? Because we as husbands, we'll be in the trap ourselves. We will be in the trap. So why will I why will I trap myself? Boom. So now check this out. As and we're just talking about being the leader. And so when you lead, when you lead your household, when you lead your when you leave your wife, these are these, these are these, these those are some of the things that how the enemy will come at you to, to attack. Because then he's gonna be like, now try it. Check it out. See, watch. Ain't nothing gonna happen. But see, look, look. When Eve bit of the fruit, nothing happened. Why? Because for as far as that, she was, it was not given to her. It was given to us, to the husband. So that's why we have to know how to lead. Why? Because guess what? Do you know even if, even if, even when she brought the fruit to Adam and said that it was good to eat, because we received the instructions, guess what? It should have been no, because the word that has already been given is that we cannot have this or that. Period. No ifs, no ands, no buts about it. And oftentimes we end up missing out on our blessing because we fall to something that has not that God has not right. given to us. Right. Oftentimes we'll go chase after our house, but we like how it looks, and so but that's not what God had for us. But now we will give in. I did that one time. Remember that Lincoln LS? <laughs> God, it's more heartache and pain. Oh my God. And I, I, I gave in. And we're like, okay, we'll get it. That car stayed in the shop more than we had it on the road. Right. And I thought it was, a, I was like, see, I'm talking about money, 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 money. They got tired of seeing it for the warrant. I know they was like driving it around so they could hurry up. <laughs> to expire. So, 
So I'm saying, so I'm saying, what I'm saying, fellas, is that we, when we know how to lead, man, that right there, that right there will begin to set up so much for really for God's indwelling in your marriage, indwelling in your marriage. When we know how to lead according to how God has laid the path down, man, to see how much we have overcome because we decide to stick together don't mean that we don't have bumps and bruises, aches and pains, um, differences and whatnot. What you doing? Right. It's not saying that because we've learned to overcome. She's strong ahead. <laughs> I'm strong ahead too. We get it in. But it's like, oh, I've got to remember certain things. I cannot, uh, how would you say, I cannot just treat her any kind of way based off, because of, based off of how I feel. Right. Because then I don't want God to have to turn around and deal with me based off of how he's feeling because of how I treated her. Right. You understand know what I'm saying? And so understand, even though you are the leader, that don't mean, that don't give you the, what's the word? That don't give you the okay, you can just treat her any kind of way. No, no, no. It's a respect thing as well. Because understand this. If you're talking about one of the character, one of the characteristics of a leader is being able to treat everyone with respect. Because if you cannot get, if you are a leader at your company and y'all have a goal but if your people that are following you do not, um, I say, if you don't treat them with, what's the wrong looking for? If you don't treat them with respect, guess what? You don't have nobody to follow you. So then how are you going to build something on your own? It's hard to do. You can't do it. It's, it's you know, where at some point it's high. It's going to take you a long time to do it. How about that? And we're given the example. It says to Christ, using Christ as you know that example of being that leader. When he was, he's a servant leader. Like there were times where he utilized his authority where it was necessary, but he was a servant leader at heart. Right. So if the husbands are to love their wives as Christ loved the church, he gave a great example all throughout scriptures. And so now we're to walk that out in a biblical standpoint. To make sure that, you know, the husbands are doing that. And then the wives, again, we are respecting the husbands and, and submitting. And, and I think that submit is, is that where you were going next? Yeah. Go right ahead. I was segwaying. No, because no, you no. don't talk much. I need to get you in this thing. Go on, girl. So I, I was just going to say, so the submission is when we're submitting one to another, that's making sure that when, so there are some areas where, you know, they normally say that, you know, the wives are better with the money and all that. Well, Eric is an accountant. Boom. He is like a numbers person day in, day out. And I hate numbers. So that's an area where I submit to him where, okay, where's the money? I just need to be able to see. So we'll sit down in the budget meetings and we'll talk. And some of this stuff is foreign. Like we had to get to the bare basics oh my God. of an actual Excel spreadsheet, <laughs> oh my like budget God. thing. And it drove him insane because I was looking at the numbers like, okay, what is this? What is that? Well, how come this doesn't add up? And what? And, and so we had to get down to the bare basics. That's an area where I lean on him and I trust him to say, okay, well, this is where this, you know, the money and stuff is. And then there are areas where the administration part, you know, with making sure that the bills are set up in order so that he can see them and we don't miss them. Um, that's something that I'll do. Set aside everything and put everything in order. Right. Being able to make sure that the appointments are taken care of. Right. You know, for him and the kids. Like those are some certain areas where we lean on one another based on skill set. The skill set and, and, and your gift. Right. And, and what you're good at. And see, that's the thing. You when you know how to lead, then you know how to delegate. I say, yo, I uh, listen. If you see my office, it'll be a mess. That's just me. I apologize. I'm not that good when it comes to administration. Everybody will miss their appointment. Period. Everybody. Everybody. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> matter of fact, I think I got one tomorrow. All right. <laughs> so, so that's what I'm saying. And understand, and when you're talking about, as she was, as, as wife was talking about, having, having a servant, having a servant, being a servant leader, that means you ask, you being a leader, you know, you know when and how to put the foot down or to lay the hammer down. Right. You know when, you know when and where. But then at the same time, you still also know how to serve. Right. 
See, I, that's not, and see, that's the thing. That don't mean when you marry, that don't mean you're handpicked. That don't mean that all you, you, whatever, whatever that going term is, because you got to understand, people out there can say what they want to say. You don't want to got to go home. Right. So how you want your bed to be made with roses or with thorns, it's on you. Can you believe it? One simple flower has one of the most beautiful um, fragrance that I would say still has thorns. So which part would you like to lay on the puddles, the petals, the petals, or the thorns? So that's on you. So when you have that, when you have that certain heart, when you talk about Ephesians five twenty three says it says, or thirty twenty two it says, wives submit yourselves unto your own husband as unto the Lord. See, already she already knows. Period. That's what I said. Marriage, if God ain't in it, I don't even know if it's a marriage. I'm gonna go back and look and see what that word would be if it's uh. If God ain't in the midst of your marriage. So, so anyway, because now wives, now he's saying, hey, wife, I need you to submit to your to your husband as you would do, as you would do God. That don't say that you would, that's not saying that you are um, that's not saying you got see, that's one thing that some men get mixed up, meaning that, oh, you're God. No, 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 you fall from, so leave that alone. <laughs> Just leave it alone. So um, but then also then it says right in the next verse, Ephesians 5 23, comes back and says, For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of church, for he is the savior of the whole body. So even as she submitted to me, right? Guess what? I still gotta submit to God. Right. Y'all what y'all, y'all don't what y'all think Christ coming down? He submitted himself. Till he set aside his deity to come back and save us from our own sins. How he submit himself, right, to be servants for us. But husband, we can't even serve our own wives. Stop playing with me. Myself included. Going down that dirt here. Starting to push out. <laughs> he <just> so mad. <laughs> so, I was like, watch your tone. <laughs> By the job. Woo. But that's what I'm saying, though. Then I want you to think, think about this thing real quick, husband. Look at what Christ did. Because remember, he's the savior of the whole body. Right. Meaning you being some, if you learn to submit to him, God will save your entire house. Oh, boy. Um, where are we at? See, this is three, I think. Two, three, okay. He finished. Okay. It says, therefore, as Christ, so let wives switch it on husband. Oh, here we go. Here we go. 25. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. See, this is when, I, when I'm talking about that Christ got to be in the midst of your marriage. Understand, if there is anyone out there that's listening now that don't know who Christ is, I'm, the altar is open. The altar is open. All you got to do is just ask God to come into your heart. If you're if you are there that's listening, don't have Christ in your marriage. All you got to do is just ask God to come into your marriage. But the thing is, you got to let Him come in. It's one thing to say it, but then it's another thing to do it. Right. But when you can say it and it be done, God will come in and He'll begin to make changes. You want to know how I know? I know because he did it for me. He he did that for us. Right, right. He did that for us. 20 years? Lord, I don't know. We was going to make five years, let alone five days. I told y'all it was a running bet. His sister and his cousin had a running bet how long we were going to stay married. How you know they had it? Because she told you. Because she told me. (laughs) I told you that. Ah. (laughs) After the last time we were together, it was what? A year? Mm-hmm. I think it was in April. So I asked her, I was like, so uh, who won? She was like, oh, we just had to give up. Because 20 years later. We still here, Charlotte. But that's not by, what you doing? I'm moving too slow? Yeah, just a little bit. Okay. Cause we now, because we're, we're coming to the end. Because the, the the respect thing, when you're dealing when you're dealing with your wife, because you got to understand, your wife is already, your wife is already fragile. I don't care how strong she is or how strong she thinks she is. She's still fragile. Why? Because it's the make it's the makeup on how on how on, on how creation had did it. And so understand, husband, that when you treat your wife with respect, 
I don't care because you know in the beginning stages, sometimes you know that whole respect thing was a little different for us. And so when we, uh, how can I say, when we begin to, no, I take it back, because because it takes one person to make a change, and then you just got to stay strong to it and keep pushing. So when you say, yeah, I had a problem with her tone. Yeah, it was very disrespectful. But guess what, though? I said, okay, how am I going to deal with this? Like, months later, this, that's when I came, <laughs> that's when it came to me. How am I going to deal with this? Because, understand, one thing that one one thing that men got to be respected, period. I don't care what we're dealing with. We got to be respected. And because if we're not going to be respected in our own home, there's no need for us to come home when everybody still, when everybody in the world respect us. So understand this, you have to be able to respect because, check this out, if you don't respect your husband, you're cutting off your own personal blessing. Yo, oh my God, today. Mm. Cause, uh, cause, uh, I don't know who's on here or who's going to be listening, but I just hear the Lord say, I hear the Lord saying that what you are petitioning God for, what you are asking God for, is being held up because he's been pointing to you about respect. God, I just thank you now. I just thank you now. So I just, I, I, I pray, I pray. God, God, I thank you. I pray that you begin to grab that respect level with your, with your spouse because of what God has for you. What God has for you. So when you begin to move in, in the direction where God is taking you, man, watch what he do in you. It might be a trial that you think right now, but the trials come to make us strong. Because now, how can you know that God's word is true if you don't try it? If you don't apply it, you got to apply the the holy the holy written word of God. The holy written word of God. Why? Because it's life. He come that he came that you may have life and have that more abundantly. And an area just to kind of help you, ladies, and for whichever um, wives are having a, a problem with being able to respect their husbands. Whether it be you don't think that he deserves it, whether you think that you don't feel secure and safe, whether you feel like he's not stepping up and owning and leading, whether you feel like whatever that area is that you feel like he might be lacking, one of the things that I'll submit to you is that you just ask God to help you so that you can respect and love your husband as he, as Christ would want you to. Because sometimes it's hard, especially if we didn't have an example, yeah. it's hard to see that. It's hard to... Uh, understand how to be able to offer that respect when we don't know how to or when sometimes even we as women don't think that they deserve it so I would just submit that you just ask God to just help you Lord help me so that you know this is an area that I'm, I'm struggling in right now just help me that I can respect my husband the way you would want me to right right not the way that somebody else's marriage looks not the way that what you think it might look like because what you might think might not be God's way so just God help me so that I can respect him in the way that you would want me to, to respect him. Right. And then husbands, be patient with your wives as they're going with that process. Right. Because it's going to be a process. And, right. And then also for the wives, too, offering that security. So husbands need respect, but the wives need that security. They need to know that they are secure in you. That they need to know that they're loved. They need to know right. that they are protected. They need to know that when they are, they are well off when they're right. with you and because they are a part of your lives. Right. It's, it's so funny because uh, last, was it last? Yes, it was last, last week. week. Me and mine had an issue where I began to understand one thing. I, I had that because it's something that she continued to do all the time because as far as with her security, she's secure when she's with me. But when it comes down to say if the kids are with me, then it's like, oh, she's just going to jump in and do whatever. And I had to let her know. I said, listen, I said, when you're with me, it's fine. Um, no, tell the story. You can't tell half the story. What you mean? Tell the whole story. I so want you to tell it. We yeah, were, yeah, you say this. So we were at Walmart, and, um, you know, Eric is, is normally away with practices, or he's working, and so I'm home, you know, with the kids a lot. And so when we were at Walmart one night, and we were all together as a family, and we were walking to the car, 
in the parking lot and there was this truck like speeding up the parking lot area and so Aaliyah was on our left hand side so she was the closest to the road so I saw the car coming and Eric said Aaliyah get out of the way just like that and Aaliyah didn't move well it, no, she didn't I said move quick enough. On, I said she didn't come on this side. So she didn't move quick enough. So right. being mama bear, I went, I snatched her and I grabbed her so that she could get on the inside. And what did you do? And then I stepped out in the way so I could let the idiot know that he needed to slow his butt down inside of the parking lot. For what? <laughs> because <laughs> I was a little upset. So the challenge was is that Eric was upset because I put myself in danger not thinking about him or my daughter because I was trying to, in my mind, I was just protecting my child. And I didn't think he moved quick enough to be able to protect the entire family. So I felt like I needed to move. So it might not have been the thing for me to do because I was outside of my order and position, but it's mama bear. Mama mm -hmm. is going to protect her baby. And regardless of what what the action was, it was a learning opportunity for him to understand where I was coming from because he didn't understand. I mean, he was bothered all night by that, y'all. He did not understand. Well, why did you get in the way? You pulled her out of harm's way, but why did you step in the way? I was stepping in the way because I needed to, I felt like I needed to make the point to where I needed to let that person know they needed to slow their butt down. And so what happened was, what happened was, as I began to, because it bothered me so and like I said, it wasn't the first time. That was something that she would do all the time. And I would, I had, to, I literally had to go in prayer. And when I went in prayer, God showed me the reason why. It wasn't that she that she got my daughter out of the way. It was that it was what she did next. She stepped in front of it. But remember earlier when I was saying, not this broadcast, you gotta watch the video. But remember earlier that we're makeups. For how we were brought up. Right. And so because she was the big sister, anybody that attacked her sister, she saved the sister, but she took on the blunt. She took on the force. Right. So whatever was meant for her sister, she got her safe, but then she took on the force. Right. When I was laying there, and I was like, babe, listen, you don't have to take on the force no more. That's why I'm here. You can pull her out of the way. Stay out of the way yourself. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? So oftentimes we can do stuff based off of how we were brought up. So right. if you came up in a house that was, that was just disrespectful, that was how you were brought up. So it might be hard for your spouse to be able to handle it. But understand, it's through patience. Okay. I am. <laughs> but it's through patience is where, is where victory comes. Right. So, so understand this. If you can't, uh, Philippians 2 and 3, it says, Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem one another better than themselves. Four, look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Five, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So you can't let stuff be done just because of oh what they did to me. Because it's like what, what are you getting out of it? It's okay for your spouse to be looked at more so than you. Why? Because they gonna people are gonna want to know who is holding is holding him or her up. Back when my wife was touring the world, I'm going to say. I ain't going to say what it was. But when she I did not mind taking the back seat to esteem her. Why? Because I didn't mind. But then, you want to know what we heard all the time? Well, who is backing you? Who's holding you up when you get weak? They always see me standing in, see me standing in the corner. So we have a question that says that if we as women are created from the rib, why can't we also be protector as well? <laughs> what is with these questions? I need some easy ones. <laughs> See, this is the thing. <clears throat> I'm going to tread lightly, okay? So understand this. Remember what I said earlier. If the husband is the head, that means that the wife is the second command. It's not saying that you can't be that you can't be the protector, but it's not your role to be the protector. 
Do that make sense? Well, I think to the thing. Well, I would say the challenge for me in this particular situation was when Eric isn't around, I am the protector. That's where it is. So he was with us that night, and it just did not click for me. Like it did not turn off that. Oh, he's here because all he did was say something and nothing happened. See, she just told him right there what that said. Did anybody pick up what, what she was saying? That means because of me being so busy, it begins to make an absence for her to step into a place that's that was not created. That's for not me. that's that wasn't created for her. See what happens, husband? Yeah, I, listen, I'm I'm showing you my life on TV line. <laughs> All on the internet, you can see it now. But because it's what she has grown to do because right. of me being absent. But all the time, they ain't really going nowhere anyway. So anyway, but what I'm saying is but because of me being so uh, me being so busy, it's not saying I don't make time. I make time for my family. But anyway, but by me on the go, she steps into that. And like I said, you gotta remember your second, your your second in command. And the only reason why I say your second in command because he said take the, he took the real, created whoa man. So that's what I'm saying. Your second. So and go so ahead. I think too. Um, so it's not saying that we can't be the protector, um, Tina. It's it's a matter of under, understand. Well, it's the question came. Well, let him call the man. Okay, so I'm sorry. So <laughs> it's not saying that we can't be the protector. It's understanding the role and understanding how when the role shifts. So, for example, when Eric is not there and I'm just there with the kids, it's my duty and my obligation, I feel, to be able to protect my family, to protect the household. And so when he comes back home from work or from wherever or we are together, then it's my duty and my obligation to then submit. Right. And to be that help me. Right. And so in being that help me and in being and being able to walk into that as a help me, then I am helping him with the protection. I'm making right. sure he's aware. I'm making sure that, you know, everything is is aligned where it's supposed to be because when I'm not in that role, in that support role, then that's when neither yeah. one of us are on guard. Right. And it opens up the in, the way for the right. enemy to come right. in and then right. to be able to wreak havoc because we aren't Neither one of us are watching to be on guard right. for that protection. Right. So I think in that case, it's not saying that we can't. It's just understanding the role the and role. when we should shift and when we should submit. And then all the time, you have to understand because even some women, even some women, have to play that protector because the husband is just not there yet. And so that's why the Bible tells us that we have to watch and pray. We have to watch and pray. Because we we oftentimes don't know. The one thing that came to mind was the movie Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Even though, yeah, listen, listen, I'm gonna tell you. Listen, let me tell you something. You got to go back, 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 back. Because I'm gonna tell you now. If nobody has my back, she do. So if she has my back, what is she now? She's a protector. Right. That's good, baby. Yeah, say I know it's the Holy Ghost because that's on time she moved like that. So, but understand this. This is how you fight right here. You fight back to back. Why? Because she's covering your six and you're covering her six. So now you can let it go because now you got what you know got your back. And that's physically. But think about if you both are on that same path Ooh. spiritually as well. Oh. Being able because the wars that we're fighting, they're not necessarily the natural wars, it's the go. spiritual wickedness Come on, and the principalities. Come on now. And so if we're coming together on that one accord <laughs> and we're praying and we're praying, so when I know that he's coming against an attack, I can go and I can war on his behalf. Oh yeah, And in that moment, I'm acting as a protector as well because Ooh. it's making sure that I'm girding him up. To make sure that he's ready, he's prepared for whatever the spiritual attack that's getting ready to come against him or the family. Mm, my God! So it's just being able to know when you to when to shift and when to align and submit. Yes, but you got to be wrapped up, tangled up, tied up, and it's a process. And Christ love, I'm still learning. Oh, we all we all learning. Woo! But I'm sorry to say, but I know that is our time, time you guys. <laughs> 
please, we can come. We will reconvene on. But hey, I thank the Lord. But listen, check this out. We gonna we got to get out of here. But you already know we have homework. Please, people. I know y'all do your homework. Please, please do your homework. All right, and then and then hashtag marriage takeover. Yes, hashtag marriage takeover. But if you can filter off into what's that thing called? To marriage takeover group on the <laughs> on the Facebook. So yes, all of you that are listening, please make sure that you join us on our marriage takeover group. So that's www.marriagetakeover.com. It will lead you directly to the Facebook page. Join the group because there are some things that we're going to do on the page that um, we may not necessarily do from our own personal pages. So make sure that you listen in there. We want to also thank Blueprints for the t-shirts. Thanks so much for the Marriage Takeover t-shirts. Oh, wardrobe done by Blueprints.com. <laughs> and then we also absolutely want to take when Christians speak, uh, thank when Christians speak blog talk radio. Reverend Ray Rose, thank you so much for this opportunity. You guys, I will tell you that um, last year, January, um, he had been asking for, it's been what? It two, years. Two, years. <laughs> two years. Two years. And we were so afraid. We were like, oh my God, can we don't know what to say. We don't know what to do. We don't even know if people are going to listen and what's, what's all that stuff. And so I wanted to make sure that, um, so we didn't do it for a long time. And then when we finally did it in January, and then we came back and we were just like, whoa, we didn't realize the magnitude of what God was calling us to do. And so we thank you guys. We thank you, uh, Reverend Ray, for just believing in us, seeing right. that. We thank you all so much for listening and tuning in. Um, we absolutely appreciate you guys. And Thanksgiving is this week. So make sure that you all have a wonderful, a absolutely great and be Thanksgiving holiday. Be safe. But hold on. Before she oh, sound like she's about to sign off. I know no. we're two minutes over. But Ray, uh, pray for me. This is it. Homework. This is your homework. Y'all ready? This is your homework. You got your pen and pencil down? Right? Pen and pencil. Give me a wave. You got your pen and pencil. Write it down. Homework. Husbands. Homework is. It is to protect through prayer, covering your, your wife. And also, words of words that inspire. Speak those words of affirmation, as they call it, um, this doing this homework time. Why? Why? I want you again, I would like for you to again monitor your how you speak to your husband and how you respond to your husband. And whatever you speak and respond. Does it build him or tear him? That's good. That's homework. That's homework. Do I need to repeat it? Need to repeat. We're good. All right. I want you all to be encouraged. Know that you don't have to be perfect. For oh, every no. Every Bible toting Bama, every Bible toting diva that'll tell you that you got to be perfect. Mm -hmm. We line in the name of Jesus. In you the name of Jesus, have to be perfect. We are all on this journey to learn to encourage one another, and so that we can be pleasing to God. Right. And we are not perfect. We are on this journey to become perfect. So you guys be encouraged, and I appreciate you guys. We love you guys. We gonna pray out. You gonna pray out. Look, we thank you for every family, every every marriage, every relationship, every individual that is currently on, on board watching us now that will watch us in the future. And we just ask God that you would just bless their homes. Yes. That you would sit in the midst of every situation that they're in right now and let them know that you are God. Yes. Lord, that as they trust you, God, as, as they seek you, as they want more of you, that you would just continue to give them favor, that you would continue to bless their relationships, yes. that you would bless their households, their family, their finances, their health, yes. in the name of Jesus. And Lord, that you would let them know that you are God. You are all supreme, sovereign in their lives, Lord. Let them understand who you are. Let them understand and get to know you for who you are. Mm. I ask that you restore every marriage, every, yes. every relationship, that you would build it up, God, that you would just have your way, have your way in Father. each and every one of their lives, Lord. We thank you, God, for this teaching. We thank you for the opportunity. We pray, God, that it is a blessing to every every person listening. Yes, and God. we just ask, God, that you would have your way. Have your way you Father. be all ruler and supreme, God, in every situation, God. We thank you. Let us to see you, God. Not yes. so much be caught up in every other relationship, in every other household, God. But Lord, let us understand what our DNA in you, you really is. Yes, God. Teach us, God. Guide us, God. Show us every strand of that DNA, God, yes. who you are, Lord. Yes, God. 
In the name of Jesus, name God, of we Jesus. honor you, we love you, yes. and we just ask that you continue to bless, that you continue to guide, and for even those who have lost loved ones, the holiday season is such a hard time, so for every widow, for every person who has lost a loved one, we ask that you comfort, we ask yes. that you guide, we ask that you hold, we ask that you just continue to keep them and to watch over them. In the name of Jesus, and we love you, Jesus. Yes, we, we thank do. you, Lord. And for those that are listening that may not know you, that may not have a relationship with you, Lord, just ask that if they, if you want to be saved, that if you believe that He is risen, that He is yet alive, that He has died for you in your sins, and He's risen, then you are saved. And then we ask that you go and get in a Bible believing church so that you can grow your relationship with Him. And God, that you would comfort and be with those individuals. And yes. God, that we bind depression in the name of in Jesus. In the name of Even Jesus. Even as it's coming over the, the holiday seasons, Lord, let us all be grateful for life. Mm, yes, God. And Lord, let us show love, your, show your grace and your mercy, God. You be glorified in each and every one of us. In yes. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I double dog there, each and every one of y'all, to go to your spouse and give them a big old hug and a kiss. Here we are, Marriage Takeover signing off. Woo! <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Marriage Takeover.